Today we are talking about how to take the fear out of the business, no? Yeah, no, and, and not just business, really, it's our lives. We have to it's face our, our fears in order to grow, grow as people grow and grow in our business. And business, business leaders are still people, so that is something I wanna point out. So we are still human beings, and honestly, by facing our fears, we're growing as human beings, and therefore we're growing as businesses as well. So we need to talk about fear and break it down, right? Yes, and one of the things that also I uh, notice about myself at least is when you ignore or you just pretend that you don't have fear, actually it causes more underlying problems, no? Because as my wife said, we are human beings and we need to accept that. But also fears are some healthy fears and unhealthy fears that we well, don't Well, those are specific that. words. Those aren't really true, either healthy and unhealthy. Those are psychological terms, but yeah. I'm going to break it down a little bit differently than those, those type of terms for you. But we basically have to understand that fear is this force that every one of us has in our lives and in our business. Um, for instance, we were recently on a vacation and I would have these crazy fears that something was gonna happen to one of my children even though I knew that they were fine mentally, physically, I still had to go check on them because I'm still a mom, right? So this fear comes into play all the time. And this is just at the personal level and on a small thing. And of course, when we are running our business, we want to run our businesses very successfully as well. But you understand that we are still human beings and these fears are going to make us stop and go check on our children um, <laughs> because that is something that's going to happen. Um, so let's talk about the, let's go backwards in time though. Let's talk about the three core beliefs that we've been talking about. Okay. The first things that my wife said, it was introduction. Mm -hmm. you know, that what we were talking no, about. Everything has a purpose. That's what I'm talking yes. about. Therefore, everything has purpose and everything that we do is built for a purpose. No? Um, we were created at for a purpose. You have a purpose. You are a living, breathing person where you there are no coincidences you have purpose exactly. in your life even if it is just planting trees and flowers outside that is your purpose that is your drive that is your passion you have a purpose and everybody has a purpose and we all have different purposes that's the beauty of life is every one of us has different purposes which brings and us to number two which, which is, is nothing is coincidence right, you already there, mentioned right nothing is accidental, accidental. everything happens for a reason, reason exactly. um we might not know the reason um but if we're planning our businesses then we understand we're creating the future for ourselves and we're that's really kind of a key driver but nothing is accidental things that happen to us that we think are accidental are oftentimes things that are cyclical in our lives and and things like that yeah. as well and number what, three number three what is number three um Inevitable change is going to happen if you stay stagnant, if you do not move and you do not accept and go for change, it's going to come for you anyway. So might as well go forward and face these, these challenges or face the unknown and go forward and create our businesses and our lives with purpose, with identity, with you are not an accident. And so you are going to change. So make sure that you are going towards the change and not away from the change. Exactly. And you and us actually experience that things many times no oh, many fears many things that universe is telling us that you need to change it comes first very softly and maybe comes a couple of times softly and get to the point that we need a drastic change we need to take an action that's why my wife said inevitable to basically get rid of 
because they are here for us is a sign there for us to change the route, basically. Right, and I want to add never, ever settle. And don't settle for less than where we are now. We're always striving for more. We're striving for greatness. We're striving for greatness in even the smallest task, like filming this podcast and video, because let me tell you, this took a month in order for us to film for whatever reason. It was written a while ago, but but filming it just took so much, like so many things happen in our way. But now I'm glad we've gotten back into it because everything happens for a reason. Everything has its perfect timing. Um, honestly, it was just Thanksgiving and, and everything else. And the fear too, no? Right. Because everything, every action that we take actually overcoming even fear, even unconsciously. Right. So for this month that we took off, it wasn't really because it, we didn't want to make this video. We were intending to make it. It just, everything happened in order to, to make it happen as we're doing it now. So now the second thing on, that before we get into this, everything we do or say matters. Exactly. Right. So everything we do, everything we say, everything we think ultimately comes back to us. So we have to be conscious. Remember 10,000 words, uh, uh, 10,000 thoughts, a thousand words, 500 actions. Those are typically what human beings have. So we want to make sure that we're, we're translating those thousand words, those 10,000 thoughts that you had that only came into a thousand words, you already filtered a lot out, but that doesn't mean that that doesn't affect you because you haven't filtered it out in your consciousness as well. So we really have to break down that a little bit more. Exactly. Okay, I'll, I'll let you talk. Basically, the second things that we wanted to talk or second category or section of our talk is about dissecting the role of fear in our daily life or here for us in our business, no? And basically, uh, what it comes to first is diversing manifestations of fears, no? And what it is about, the manifestation of fears? Leaders, leaders, people who are entrepreneurs, people who are self-guided, self or even if you're not self-guided or whatever, but you want to create more for yourself, leaders, all of us are human beings. We're human yes. beings, and we all have fears as we started. Um, and if we have these business fears, it's going to misdirect and mismanage our businesses in many, many certain ways. Now, before we continue on to breaking down the different types of fears, I think we should do our stop um, and talk about if you are a real estate agent and you're looking to grow as a real estate agent, we would love to have you on our team at eXp Realty. Um, go to agentwolves.com and sign up for all of our fun giveaways, schedule a time to talk to us one-on-one, -on -one, because we really do, we, we run our real estate business, but these principles can be for any businesses, but really if you are a real estate business agent, we would love to talk to you. Or if you're just looking to buy a house, go to alanvictoria.com and we will happily find someone for you no matter where you are. Exactly. Back to that now. Now, the, the second again. things that uh, many of us uh, actually face is the fear of the failure. Mm -hmm. no? Many times we don't want it to fail. And the danger of that is if you don't take an action, you are not have anything to begin with. And you gave me a quote in the morning. No? Oh, I was reading something about... I was reading from Mark Zuckerberg, I think it was Mark Zuckerberg, that he said the only failure ultimately you have is if you do nothing. Um, so doing nothing is the ultimate failure. Where um, you are business. stagnant. Right, but the fear of failure is going to cause us to freeze. We're going to paralyze us and not think about the future. We're gonna freeze as we are right now. And how does this manifest? Uh, manifest as that we are not basically accomplishing what we came to do. Why are we doing? How do we do that on a on a personal level? 
personal level, we need to internalize it in our consciousness. He's, he's, he's spiritualizing it. Um, I'm asking him to say, how do we do it daily? We make excuses. Um, we misdirect our businesses and we kind of say, I'm going to focus on this instead of this because this one is easier to handle right now rather than this business rowing activity. I'm going to focus on fixing something from the past or something of that sort. So exactly. fear of failure is going to misdirect us. Um, it's or going to somehow freeze us. Or we're going to make an excuses, right? Excuse, excuse, excuse of why we're going to do something else instead. Um, and by doing nothing and we're not taking that action to lead generate, we're not taking that action to find our to new, find the next better. customer. All of that is going to just come out of this fear of failure. So we're kind of going to perfect ourselves in the past, but by not taking action to go forward, we're actually allowing fear of failure exactly. to take over. Which leads us to the next fear, which is fears of insignificance. No? no, you skipped fear of conformity. Okay. Okay, so he completely skipped conformity. What is this? Um, this danger, maybe it's because I'm a girl, but this fear that we're not going to, we're going to miss we're going to miss opportunities because we're not following, we're not challenging the status quo. Yes. This is so common these days. Everybody has to be an individual. Everybody has to be, and you know, everything has to be new, right? New, new, new. But the thing is, when you ignore, when you ignore convention and you miss opportunities because you are always going against the grain instead of finding out what is actually on the grain, you're going to miss. So fear of conformity will act, make us act out of character and act out of, what is actually going to help our business? So sometimes conforming or sometimes following the rules and following the directions of, you know, directions exactly is going to help you make the pie that you want to make, right? So if I'm making baking a cake or a pie, I need to, you know, make sure I have the dough in order for my, my crust. And then I'm going to put all the stuff together so I can bake that. And then Before, I'm making the other stuff together. So you have to follow it. Basically, you're telling us that you need to follow the way that works for many people. And find out what that. works for other people and then use that because if you're always going against that and you're saying I'm new I'm gonna do everything new and amazing and better but if you never followed what the what the recipe was to begin with you're not making something new you're making something something else you're not making the pie you're not making the business that you said you wanted to make so you have to find out what it is and follow the rules sometimes and I know I hate following rules sometimes but you have to know what the rules are before you can break them or bend them or change them. You have to kind of follow them so you know how that pie gets, you know, perfect. And then you can kind of add your own twist to it. But if you don't follow exactly. the, the recipe, how do you make the pie at all? Therefore, you wanted to basically go to the success that the other people have produced and make it your own. Right. You're going to still make your own original recipe. And then the when end, you got to later. that success, then you can add your taste, flavor, and twist that you want to it. But you need to get to that point. But fear of conformity will make you completely skip the recipe altogether. Right. Exactly. So you're going to say, I am not going to follow convention. I'm going to go against the grain all the time, against, the, against it. Then you're not going to understand what how it works for everybody else and make it work for you too because exactly. you're avoiding success that way because you want to actually avoid the recipe in order to be successful exactly which also brings to the next fear which is fear of insignificant that i wanted to jump to it before and what is the fear of this significance and is things that 
it matters to us the most and we want to take an action on okay fear of insignificance means to fear that at the end of the day i do not matter or fear at the end of the day everything i do doesn't matter and nothing is going to work right that's how it typically manifests it's not going to work for me because it doesn't work um and it's going to it comes from a fear that we don't really matter but of course you matter you have purpose you have significance but this fear drives our action of well it doesn't work why try um, and it's not aligning with your true business goals. So if you want to be a real estate agent, um, I would highly recommend calling me. But if you want to, you know, bake a pie and you want to be the best baker out there, you want to be a lawyer, I don't know why I keep talking about pies. Yes, we just filmed this after thing. It's good, um, at least it's sweet. <laughs> but if you have a goal, you have a business goal, you have to go after that goal. And if you have this fear of insignificance, you're not going to follow it because you're going to think at the end of the day, you, you don't matter. You. And you do matter because, again, going back to everything, everything has a purpose, including you. You have a purpose. And nothing is accidental. Everything built based of the plan, mm -hmm. a bigger plan that we are part of it. Absolutely. Let's talk about the duality of fear now. Yes. Now we're talking about the duality of fear because in the reality we know for all of us, fear sometimes is a, most of the time is a catalyst. No, Not we can, most of the time, but for sometimes it can be a catalyst. And drive us to Whatever take an, an action, what, what we wanted to do, no? Right. Now, if you don't put this in check, though, it's great that it starts you like, I'm going to start my business because I don't, I'm afraid I'm not going to have any money, right? So you're going to start your business because you have this fear exactly. that you're not going to make any money otherwise. So you're going to do all of this work. And then ultimately, unless you've checked that fear that I won't have any money or whatever the fear <laughs> is, then ultimately that fear is going to win because you're going to, you know, take it and then not do and then do. And sometimes you're going to find a way where that fear takes over and the fear wins. So we have to make sure we know what that fear, it's great that fear gets us started, right? It's a jump start. But we have to make sure once we've jump start the car, we take it to make sure that the car is going to continue working. So it's not just, and if the battery is broken, we need to change the battery of the car, right? Yeah. Right, so that when you get and a I jump. Think sometimes it's like a loop when the beginning of this podcast we said, uh, sometimes you need to recognize your your fear again is like a loop no sometimes it's like a redundant loop is keep happening and at some point you need to see yourself and then how that loop is stopping you from taking an action but instead of focusing on the negative that you have that fear focusing on the way that it helps you to overcome that no right you have to face the fear basically we have if you leave it unchecked what's going to happen you're going to have an obstacle it's going to cloud your judgment it's going to prevent you from actually succeeding at all it's great that it's an initial like spark that gets us moving and gets us out of our chair and out of our normal daily lives but basically if you have to make sure that 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 initial spark that fear isn't dictating the end result as well it's great it got you out of your chair now what so we can't just surrender to fear we have to and which is going to lead us to missed opportunities. We're going to go back right into the cycle of whatever's there, stagnation. Exactly. So we want to make sure that we are changing it. It's great to have the initial spark, but then make sure that it's not really fear that's driving you. What is really driving you? Why are we making this podcast? Because we want to help other business people. Yes, I want you to join my And also ourselves, because all others. of us are in the process of changing. No, right. And the changing is really in nature of the human being constantly. Mm -hmm. And that's why we are here, because we wanted to constantly change to have a better version of us, no? Yeah.
So let's talk about the illusion of fearless, right? So so many people are saying, oh, I have no fears because business leaders are fearless. That's all BS. What does that mean? Which is exactly because at the same side that we said fear could be like a catalyst in some point and stop you if you don't check it. At the, the other side, also, if you say you are fearless, we have a still problem. No, because at the end of the day, we are all human beings. Right, and typically fearless means that you're, you're not willing to admit that you're human, that you have genuine concerns, genuine challenges, that you have a genuine uncertainty about something. So if you are not accepting that we all have fears and accepting that you are a human being who has fears, then then you're not acting like you're human. You're acting like I don't have emotions. You're not Mr. Spock in Star Wars. I know you didn't watch the show, but you're not Mr. Spock in Star Wars. Exactly. And even still, we saw multiple times in every episode of Mr. Spock, he had deep-seated fears he wasn't facing, even though he's logical all the time. So fearless is a lie that we tell ourselves in order to do something, which is great. But if you let that say, I'm, I have no emotion or I am emotionless to all my challenges and I just face things head on without emotion, you're not admitting the truth about who you are and why you're doing something. So why are you doing it? How does it affect you? How did you grow from that challenge? And how do you succeed? I'm not telling you not to whatever it is you want to do. I'm telling you to figure out what is really motivating you. And don't say it's fearless because it's not fearless. There's a real reason why you want to do something. And then go with that. Which Napoleon Hill believes that is your um, burning, burning desire. desire. Well, when Napoleon, business we need is to burn- find We need to find that our burning desire, what it is. Oh, I love Napoleon Hill. Yes. And the next one, we wanted to talk about fear at midst of the crisis. No mm-hmm. understanding that how really that can amplify makes us, as we said, burning desire, a, excite us. Right. No? So, no, it's not excite us. In, in a crisis situation, we're going to see our fears 100% more bigger than, than ever. Exactly. Right. So the stock market is crashing. The world is ending, war, all of these things. The world is happening outside of us. Um, So all of this comes into play and we are suddenly seeing our business in some sort of crisis because we have all these other bigger fears out there. It's distorting how we see this, this thing. So if you have a fear of, of being seen, right? A fear of, you know, uncertainty and then you don't want people to notice you. Well, then how do you actually communicate effectively? How do you problem solve? Um, Especially when this fear comes into play that, you know, the whole business is falling apart. Is it really falling apart or is this one thing need to be fixed or take all of our attention right now? Exactly. And then you need to remember also that fear is contagious. Absolutely. Especially if you have a business partner, partner or you're working with a team or group of people, like having this fear is basically flowing and contagion to all of the uh, team members and pretty much can mess up with everything. And let me talk about for a second real estate with this one. I know we don't talk about real estate a lot with this, but I want to kind of use it as a real world example for me. Um, When we first became real estate agents a couple years ago, I, you know, before we were being successful and we were interviewing all of these companies and all these places, I was looking at these companies and some of them have amazing things where every week they have these meetings and it's yay, this person did this or they, this person did this. And those team building things sound amazing. 
But for me, one of the reasons I didn't want to go into a group like that is for this exact reason. Um, if there's a crisis situation and real estate is up and down, just like the stock market is up and down. And this is before anything happened. So like the it's stock, like everything's economy. going great, right? Everything was going great at this time. We're starting out. Everything was amazing. Um, but I understood that teams can fear, spread fear like wildfire. And if we fear hits me, it's going to stop me in my tracks. So I didn't want to be in a situation to where in a year or two, I'm wondering what to do with my business. So I went with EXP because I'm sitting at home with you, um, my husband. So we get to work things out together. And yes, if you're afraid of something, we can discuss it. But really, it has to be discussed. There's only two of us. And our company is international, of course. It's huge. But we're really not dealing with other people's energies except our own. Exactly. And I like that. So if you want that, we're happy to talk to you about that. <laughs> Therefore, that's why we came to then a section three of our podcast, which is really a strategy for uh, addressing our fears. And as we said, and many of you, you know, the first thing is really fear confrontation. Well, no? he, he, he's explaining this a little bit um, other than I wrote the notes, right? So basically, we're going to talk about fear of confrontation. We're going to talk about the root causes of it and then really how we can look at it in a new way in order to help our business grow. And I just put a couple options here for us, three. There's many, many more. Happy to talk to you about whatever it is you want to talk about. But fear of confrontation, I thought, was a big one. And what what are the root causes of confrontation? Fear of confrontation. Confrontation is like when you don't want it to face that you fear that you have no what no confrontation i don't want to talk I, I don't want to talk about it right or or you get shy or the situation pops up and you say oh i just want to put on right so you fear anything. the conflict you fear the repercussions of the conflict this person might they'll never talk to me again if they if i if i if i confront this in some ways they're going to disown me I'm going to be blacklisted. I won't get no new business or whatever it is that I'm trying to say. My fear of confrontation is going to stop me in my tracks of doing something that I know needs to be confronted. But instead of confronting it, I avoid the confrontation. But and by avoiding the confrontation, we're just letting the confrontation grow bigger because eventually it's going to happen anyway. You want it on your terms or someone else's terms. But I also with the, with the social confrontation is a little bit more into it. No, you what? need to be more uh, think about what you want it to do. No, but if you already know what you want to do, then you have to do yeah. it. And if you avoid it, I'm just saying doing... that confrontation is good to be constructive confrontation. Right. You have to make sure that you're doing exactly. You understand what it is you want, your desire, your goal, exactly. how it benefits you and doesn't benefit you. So what we understand when we have this fear is instead of saying I have a fear of confrontation or a fear of not talking about something, so I'm not going to talk about it. We're going to change it to something like I have, I love having effective communications and constructive communications. And we're going to transform it from instead of a fear into a passion to where we always want to make sure that we're talking about the exactly. truth um, effectively without hurting people. Of course, we're not trying exactly. to be rude that's or That's what we are trying to say. But you like want to be effective. Con- that's what the word that I was searching for, constructive confrontation, means that you are not hurting somebody's feeling or you are not insulting in a way that is not only is going to help you, but is going to hurt you too. But sometimes you have to kind of take the bull by the horn yeah. and just confront it so it's done. Like 
your attitude isn't helping in the in the office or something like that you have to say hey all this negativity isn't going is helping or shooting everybody's opinion down isn't helping our business grow to where we're all have fostering a team building community yes you have to kind of treat it like a child and say hey we're not looking to fight with each other we're looking to work as a team so you want to kind of reframe it sorry mom came into play yeah you um, need to reframe it but you have to make sure that you are always saying this is how i'm effective because you know as a parent as a you don't want your kids to just wrestle on the floor right so if they're wrestling on the floor and our kids are young so they think wrestling might be something that they might want to do but because they're five and seven but absolutely not happening on my watch um (laughs) so i have to take their energy because they're bored and they want to fight with each other and transition and, and confront it and say hey we don't talk like that we don't act like that um we're we're better than this you are not an animal so we're going to talk about what is really bothering you go after that and then fix that instead of just fighting with each other right it's a small confrontation but i see it with my kids and yet when we're adults and we see this confrontation uh suddenly it's a bigger deal right it's the oh if i send this email it's going to stop everything or if i'm going to tell this person to you know stop stop what they're doing because it's affecting others then it's going to hurt me too so this fear will stop us in our tracks so we have to always reframe it like a, in a positive you can take reframe. my mom energy passion for effective communication we want to make sure that we're kind of following through um to where you know your kids aren't fighting you're not fighting you're not a, so afraid um that's there and our kids do not really fight i was just giving you an example because we want to stop it if it ha- does happen yes <laughs> next and one fear the of next failure. one is a Next one is a fear of the failure. What is the root cause of the fear? We you talk about like uh, something, I mean, it's not common, like a, a status quo, quo uh, dual. Okay, or... so with the fear of failure, you're afraid that you're not going to be successful, um, which is going to paralyze you from actually being successful and it's going to stop you in your tracks of yes. being successful because you're going to put your comfort over your growth. You're going to avoid risk. And this avoiding risk is detriment to any business um you have to take risk in order to succeed and don't forget it's better to try and fail and then learn something from that failure than never do anything at all i mean i don't know who said that but i know it's a great quote that well you said mark zuckerberg talk about well that was a different one um but But either way lots of quote about right there's lots of quotes um but there's one i was thinking about so you have to acknowledge that you have a fear of failure. If you are saying, hey, am I making this decision based on my fear of failure? Or am I making this decision based, based on, on my, business, my plan. business plan or my growth of what I say I need? Am I, am I only going to be minimum, no risk, or am I going to take risks in order to grow? Exactly. Which uh, brings us to the third things or tools as a strategy with desire as a tool against for fear. No, because everything ends up actually with the desire. You right. Know? You're burning desire much is the antidote. Burning desire that you have you want something, not just wanting, but you have desire to have it. Absolutely. Um, when you have that desire to have something, you want even if it's a number, you have this many this much number that you want to have in your bank account at the end of the year. Whatever your drive is, whatever your burning desire is, maybe it's, you know, children, maybe it's your business will have this many employees. Whatever it is that you want, the antidote to fear, the antidote to failure of anything, or the antidote to fear is 
desire. So your desire to do something is what has to be greater than your fear of not doing something. So if I want to... We need to check the, our desire constantly. We have really. to push our desire. Remember, hold on to that desire because if it's a burning desire, it never leaves you. That's what burning is, right? It's inside my soul and it's always there always and always there growing. So exactly. That's exactly that. So consciousness, desi the desire to grow has to outweigh everything else. And this unconscious desire or unconscious desire where you yes. haven't checked it or you don't know what that is, it will, it will just add to the fear. Exactly. So you have to make sure that you are following what your desire is. Make sure that your desire is a true desire to you because I'm not a baker, right? So I have no desire to open a bakery. I like those movies, don't get me wrong, on TV, you know, but I have no desire to be a baker. Um, I might bake a pie a couple times a year because, you know, my family likes pie and I want to make them happy. But so you have to make sure it's a burning desire, not, hey, I want to make my family happy every so often and make a pie. Um, it's a real burning desire that you get up to every single day and say, this is what I want in my life and this is what I'm going to go after in my happy. business. And that happiness really, yeah, that happiness is really key to it because if that following that desire makes you happy, you never want to stop. Exactly. Which brings us to the the fourth strategy, which is FIB model FIB. or FIB model. Right, which is lies, right? Fake it till you make it. No, the it's a FIB model more. really uh, has a couple of steps to it, which we already mentioned. And then the first step is identifying the fear. No, know? fear, yeah, fear identification. So what is the what is the fear and how does it trigger you? Triggers, so what yeah. are your triggers, right? Like I have I have triggers that I'm trying to work on to figure out what the fear is with that trigger so I can kind of work on that too. So sometimes you have triggers and you don't know what it is, but and then you have to work Most on yourself more. Most of the time more. we know what it is. No, you know, you something happens like it with might have somebody been 30 years ago you have to figure out what's going on with you if you just have all these yeah. triggers and you don't have the actual the the underlying fear. So sometimes it does work backwards. But Therefore, if you recognizing can identify the fear, that's going to help. Super important because then you can say this is what the fear is. This is what it does inside of me. Um, I, as a result, I get defensive. I get, I get, I get stuck because I don't want to talk about it because now you're criticizing me instead of actually growing, yes. right? So we want to make sure we're always identifying what really caused that fear. What is the fear and identify what. And the benefit of, of it is really is focusing on the positive note, no, because. Most of us, like a big portion of us, we always focus on what we don't want. No, no we should focus on what you do want. Therefore, here is what we wanted to do after realizing all of our fear. We wanted to focus what we want, not what we don't want. But I either, don't want like this on my cake or way, whatever. Either way, go back to the cake or whatever, the fib, right? So first, what is the fear? Second, you really have to identify the fear and don't let it dominate our personality. So we understand, hey, this is my trigger. Um, this is my fear and these are the triggers and stop it from affecting our business decisions. Stop it from, you know, you say, hey, nope, that, that initial thing was a fear. Um, I know I said, no, we're not gonna do X. I've reconsidered, now we're gonna do X because I think it's a better idea than we're not doing X. Just making up an example. So you identified the fear, you realized that that fear was there and it was stopping you from doing X that you wanted to actually do. And then you benefit this. So F is fear, I, I is identity, 
And B for the fib method is benefits. What are the benefits? So instead of focusing on the fear, we focus on that motivation. Why do we want to do X? We want to do X because we had this intention to grow our business in such and such a way to such and such a number. Or be a better person. No? Right. I mean, this is all the benefit. Because at the end of the day, we stopped going back to the beginning. We said leaders and business owners are people. And if you pretend that you're not a person, then you're not growing as a person. How do you grow your business when you're not growing as a person? Exactly. And I love this. I um, uh, was listening to Vin Dyer yesterday. What you are becoming internally, uh, that is the miracle make, making in your life. Therefore, internalizing all of these things inside of you, not just reading or having a knowledge, but internalizing it is going to help you to make a miracle in your life. And that's all about making miracles every day. So the end result is, yes, we talked about ways you can, you can use tools and understand with perception that we all have fears, but we can't let those fears stop us from going after what we want. We have to kind of put those fears to the side and go after our business. Next time, our next video that my notes are almost done with already is going to be about stress going to be a pain and how we deal with stress, pain, and management. management. So especially when we're running businesses, but also in our real life too. Exactly. And in yeah. us, our business and our real life is all mixed and up thank anyway. thank you being a good audience with our podcast. We'll love to connect with you. And, and I hope you love our YouTube, Spotify, Apple. Give us, you know, a like, a subscribe um, on whatever channel you're watching us on. We love that you're here. And if you are a real estate agent, don't forget to go to agentwolves.com if you're looking to buy or sell a home. AlanVitoria.com. Thank you and see you in the next podcast.